0: Okay, so when Bezat Hashem, those are really big things that we're trying to, to accomplish here. Um, the, the importance of, uh, of what we're trying to do is, um, is beyond. We cannot really understand how deep the things that we're hoping to, to do and we're doing um, how deep they go and how far they go. We are in a mission, and soon we're going to read a little bit about it, in a real deep, big mission. Um, some of the messengers that are being sent um, are not... Um, it's like we need to understand that the mission to go across the enemy lines and to fight the evil inclination. Rabbi Nachon of Westlab has a certain Torah in Likutem that he's describing the real righteous man that is fighting against the evil inclination as a little ant that finds itself inside of the mouth of the snake. And then that ant is getting deeper and deeper into his throat till it's forcing him to vomit, to puke all the souls that he swallowed in the past. So the righteous man is going into such crazy place that, of course, like no one, ca- no one can come back from the belly of the snake. Like you, you already been swallowed, but because that the righteous man is attaching himself with with great ropes with great threads to to Hashem. So even if he's going into those places, into those um, tunnels, he's not being damaged by them. And he's getting in there, into those dark places, and he's pulling the souls um, that the evil inclination consumed for a very long time. So some of us, And sometimes we are able to recognize that we are on a mission. But some of our missions are so secret that um, the maker of the universe himself decided that we are unable to do. It's like they made us forget that we are on a mission. It's like those crazy things that you see on, uh, on science fiction movies. It's like... Suddenly you wake up to understand that you were already 20 years on a secret mission without even knowing that you're in a mission, like whatever. And, and, but that is reality. That is the real reality of ours. Because all the time we are making changes. All the time we are affecting the world. All the time we're elevating sparks. All the times we are fixing and correcting things all the time, without even being aware to that. And now we're gonna we're gonna read a little bit about it. So again, we're learning from the Likutei Lachot by Rabbi Natan of Breslev, and it's um, like I'm not sure I will be able to 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 let you taste from that same taste that I felt when I learned it a couple of days ago but I must tell you that when I read that I said it twice that it's the most powerful piece of Torah that I ever learned in my life and I learned some very powerful pieces of Torah I must say but Something happened when I learned that that it was the strongest, and I tried to learn it again, and it was definitely not the same. I think that the fact that I am with the public might assist me to be able to provide the the sweetness that is treasured. If you remember last week that we had got, we we were in this same class on Monday, we spoke. I was barely able to read three words. And we were mainly learning about the Torah that is in between the letters, the white Torah that behind, is behind the black Torah that is the black fire. So this time we're going to try to focus on the black fire and to try to see how deep is the information itself, the wisdom that is written in the letters of the Torah. So I'm uh, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to translate it and I'm going to translate I'm going to read a little bit in Hebrew just to make it flow and that we'll be able to catch some, uh, some texts. So, Bezat Hashem. Ilchot halacha on people who needs to fall on their faces in time of, of prayer, in time of mincha, it's a time of confession. Yeah. Um, and, um, and the halacha is... Um, is talking about chassidut, about wisdom that is hidden inside that halachal, bowing and confessing our sins to Hashem. So, and that is an aspect of the verse that is saying, the verse that Moshe said to Hashem, after the sin of the golden calf, when the people sinned, so then Hashem told Moshe, I'm, I'm going to punish them for their sin, So Moshe said, Please forgive them. And if you're not, Erase my name from the book you wrote. for, For that you need to be very brazen, very, very powerful, very strong. like To stand in front of Hashem and telling Him, if you're not doing this, no matter what you say, forgiving the sins of the people of Israel. Okay, great. If you're not doing it, erase my name from the Torah. That is something very, 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 very big. Like, that's a great sacrifice. It's not something normal to say to Hashem, erase my, I don't want to be written in your Bible. It's like, it's it's like awkward. It's weird. It's very, very strong. But that's what Moshe was doing. So the simple explanation that we have is that Moshe said to to Hashem, you see, it's very hard to read. You need to explain more and more and more and more and more always. That's how it goes. So, the the main thing that uh, that Moshe wanted to tell Hashem is, uh, no, I'm not accepting no as an answer. It's not an answer. No, no matter what, and. Um, and, and Moshe said to Hashem, and if you're not going to forgive them, so like, I'm not cooperating with you anymore. You cannot use my name. Like, I won't allow you to use my name um, anymore. And um, so the claim of Moshe, what that Moshe wanted to say is, Veim and if you will not forgive, in the end, after Moshe argue in that way with Hashem, just to mention, so Hashem, accepted Hashem uh, Moshe's argument and told him, Salachti ki dvarecha, I will forgive them as you asked me, as you told me. So we see that the power of Moshe was, was very, very strong and Hashem accepted his argument. So Moshe said to Hashem, Veim ain, and if you cannot, that you cannot bear their sin and to forgive them because of the great judgment that occurred because of the great sin that they caused, what they caused, the sin caused the mercy and kindness of Hashem to disappear. So Moshe is asking Hashem, Let's say that the reason why you are not willing to forgive them is because that the sin that they committed by bowing and kissing the golden calf, believing in him, following him, whatever, was so severe that it rejected the the, the sin, rejected the mercy and the kindness of yours from them so much that now... So to speak, you are upset. You're not merciful, God forbid, anymore. They rejected your mercy. They're not worthy for your mercy because how severe and wrong their sin was. Therefore, you want to punish them. Because the main judgment is coming from, from the fact that things are being missing and mysterious and heathen and gone. Because that the mercy are now gone, because they upset you with their sin, so now you have to judge them and to use judgment. You have to decree, because the decrees are coming from the fact that things are gone, things are going lost, means the mercy went away. And that is the aspect of the strength of the constriction, that from there, The main judgments are coming. So judgments are coming from constriction. Constriction is caused when mercy are evacuated, are being gone, are disappearing. And mercy are being disappearing, is gone because of severe sin, because of a horrible crime. Therefore, Moshe said, Veim ain." so if now we came to that place that no Controls all. Ain means no. And also means gone. So if things are gone now. Means if the mercy disappeared. Means Hashem you are not forgiving. The people of Israel. Because of that sin. Because that the fact. You are hiding yourself. And now the mercy is gone. And cannot be seen anymore. So much. So then I'm asking you. Erase my name from the book that you wrote. Erase me. What does it mean? That Moshe meant to say to Hashem, I am canceling, nullifying myself into the root of the fact that you are hiding things. Means, if you are hiding yourself, so I want to be hidden as well. If you are erasing your mercy, the name of Hashem, Yudki Vavke, the holy name of Hashem, represents kindness and mercifulness and unconditional love. And if you, Hashem, now is hiding your mercy, it means you're hiding your name, so I want to hide my name as well. I don't want my name also to be mentioned. And that is the aspect of the crown of the word Bereshit Ma'amar Satum. Now we're going to a deeper layer. Sometimes it's very hard to follow. You need to have a lot of like preparation, a lot of understanding, a lot of knowledge to understand those deep texts. I'm trying to put as much as I can into it. I hope it makes sense for you. But we're going into a deeper level. And as you know, I'm always going back in and- the Explaining and like, even if you missed some parts and you don't understand it yet, we're going to go back to it again. Soon I'm going to review it again with the information to recover the memory, to bring it back to our awareness and our memory. So now we're talking about Bereshit Ma'amar Satum. There were 10 sayings, 10 Ma'amarot, Asara Ma'amarot, Be'Asara Ma'amarot, Nivra Olam, in 10 Sayings in 10 sentences, the world was created. When Hashem created the world, he said 10 things. In those 10 things, he made heaven and earth, the land and the animals and the seas, the water, the fish, the birds, everything and the men. Everything included everything in 10 sentences, in 10 sayings that Hashem said. Now, one of them that is mm, ber, the word bereshit is called Ma'amar Satum. It's a hidden saying. It's an unsaid saying. All the rest of them, when Hashem said, Hashem said, Yehi all, oh, they're gonna be light, and then there was light. He said, they're gonna be earth, and then there was earth. But when he said bereshit, we don't understand what he said. He said something, things were created. Bereshit, it's not like, the meaning of the word Bereshit is not like the English translation to the word Bereshit in the beginning. It's not in the beginning. There is a book that is called um Tikuna Zohar. In Tikunah Zohar, the Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai is explaining 70 different gigantic explanations to the word Bereshit. One of them is that Bereshit is ma'amar satum, is a hidden saying. And now Rabbi Natan is explaining what does it mean that it's a hidden saying. When Hashem said Bereshit, He created things as if He said something that was revealed, like there's going to be light and light was created. So something was created, but it's unseen. When Hashem said Bereshit, it was a creation. Bereshit is not a description of the beginning and intro- introduction for the book. In the beginning, no. Bereshit was a saying of Hashem. Hashem said Bereshit. And when Hashem said Bereshit, things were created. What was created? We don't know. We cannot see. Those are. This is the aspect of all the hidden things, of all the mysterious things of all the things that are hidden from the eye. They were all somehow were created in that hidden saying of Hashem, the word Bereshit. And you have the second part of the word Bereshit that is Baruch Shem Kevodo Leolam and blessed is the name of His honor forever. And that is the explanation. So There is ma'amar satum, a hidden saying, to say we do not understand anything. And there is baruch Shem k'vodo le'olam. We are honoring and blessing His glory, His grace forever and ever. So when we are starting to praise Hashem, we are opening that saying that was blocked and sealed until now. One second, excuse me. Continue. Okay. So, why the Zohar is connecting that saying that is sealed and hidden to the saying that is open wide? Because we need to pull from the hidden source of the blocked and sealed saying of the Bereshit, the revealing of the name of his honor by the revealed sayings that are being pulled out of there means that the second saying they're going to be light and going to be sun and going to be moon and going to be earth and going to be water and going to be and on and on all those revealed sayings of Hashem were all pulled from the heathen ones so the the, the revealed sayings of the future are actually coming from the sealed and uncovered one. That from there, from the covered one, the unseen one, all the names are shining. And by that, Hashem's honor is being revealed to the world until the honor of Hashem will fill the land in perfection. And that is the work of the person by keeping Torah and mitzvot. So first of all, I must say honestly that I'm not able to give you even 1% of what I felt a couple of days ago. So I apologize for that, but I am trying. Second thing is that now I'm going to try to explain a little bit more about what we just said. So Moshe Rabbeinu is facing a situation that is very, very hard, very, very complex. Hashem is saying, I'm taking away my mercy from you. And Moshe is facing that situation and doesn't know what to do. So he's saying to Hashem, if you're taking your name, take my name as well. Now, by shot in the simple understanding of the meaning of the word, we understand that Hashem is saying, look, I'm going. Moshe is saying, if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, fighting with him, erase my name. I don't want to have no part with you in that game anymore. Like, I'm not playing. Very powerful saying of Moshe. But we just said, there is something deeper here. And that deeper thing is that Moshe said to Hashem, if you are hiding your name, means if you're going back into Ma'amar Satum, into that source of all names, you're not back enough. You're just rising to a higher place. I want to go to that place with you because Bereshit is the source of the revealed sayings all the sayings that were revealed later on, that by them the Torah is exposed and being seen and revealed to all of us, all that is coming from a mysterious realm, from a mysterious dimension, from the sealed word Bereshit that does not have an explanation, that we cannot see its intention, that we cannot figure out what Hashem really said and what was created, because it's sealed, it's hidden. So Moshe is saying to Hashem, if you're going there to the root of all names, I want to come with you. I want my name also to be hidden as well. We still don't know why. We still don't understand what will be the benefit, how it brings atonement, how it brings forgiveness. So now, We're going to see that Moshe said, now that the people sinned so much that you don't want to forgive them because that darkness covered their glory, their beauty. So I'm asking you, erase me from your book as well. Means that I don't want to receive no life, no power, no energy, no light from the revealed sayings that from them, From those revealed sayings, all the holy names are receiving their light. Just I am happy to be included always in the aspect of Ayeh. Ayeh is the question, where? Where are you? The angels are saying, Ayeh mekom vodola le'avitzoh. Where is the place of Hashem for us to admire Him? Where is Hashem? I want to know Hashem, I want to find Hashem, where is Hashem? That saying of the person does not need to be always in the level of the angels that are seeking for godliness in the highest sky, and they're asking which higher level there is from their own. Also, ayah is the question of the poorest person of them all that does not have a clue, that will ask, where well, Hashem was in the Holocaust? Like, what are you talking about? Where is Hashem? It will be sound to us as heresy, as like a contradicting faith that he doesn't want to believe as if he doesn't want to believe. That's how it will be heard. Where was Hashem? What are you talking about? When he's asking where was Hashem, it's a call for help. Really, he is asking where the hell was Hashem. I'm asking, can it be that Hashem was there? Because I was not able to see Him completely. So Moshe is saying, if you're taking your name from being revealed, from the mercy and kindness to be seen to all, so I will go to the opposite direction. I'm not going with you. I'm also diving If you're diving, when Hashem is diving, when Hashem is pulling himself, Hashem is pulling himself to that direction. But when we are pulling ourselves, we're pulling ourselves to a lower direction. Moshe said, if you're going that way, I'm going that way. If you're taking your mercy and your kindness back to heaven and you don't want them to be seen anymore because the darkness took over because how severe were the sins were. The sins were so severe by the people who committed them. So you don't want your mercy to be involved anymore. So you know what? I'm going to that place as well where names are not shining at all. And I will be in that aspect of ayah in the aspect of heathen wisdom, that I will search and ask for your mercy and kindness forever, until you will forgive them. Moshe is saying to Hashem, listen, you're taking your names, you're taking your revealed mercy, we won't be able to see you? Great. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I want you to erase my name from your book, means that I will not receive no light from your names, from the revealed names. And I will just ask for your mercy to be revealed in the places where they cannot be seen. I will go to that place that no one can see no light over there. And from that place, I'm going to scream, where are you, Hashem? Where are you, Hashem? And I will stay there in that aspect of requesting and asking, in the aspect of the heathen saying that cannot be seen. And I will not go out of that place ever. And that is the aspect of erase my name that he asked, that his name will be erased. Because over there, in that aspect of the heathen saying, there is no name at all. There is no illumination. A name is an aspect of illumination. You call the person. Okay, I tracked him. His name is Moshe. His name is Chaim. His name is David. Oh, I know. Yeah, I got him. That's him. It's an understanding. When you have a name, okay, give me a name. Give me a name. Who is, in who you believe? Hashem. Okay, Hashem. Okay, I now understand. In who you believe. If you're going to ask a person who you believe, one will tell you Allah, one will tell you Jesus, one will tell you Hashem. Now you know. You don't have no more questions anymore about those three different people's beliefs. You understand? He believes in this, he believes in that, and he believes in the King of all kings. So now, Moshe was so strong in his own mind that for sure there are mercy in Hashem Ibarach that by them, he will forgive them, the people of Israel, even after the sin of the golden calf. Just he realized that those mercy cannot be seen because of the darkness that took over. Because the, the sin was so severe. It was so horrible that it took place. And because of that, main judgments being revealed. So he said that he'll be happy to go down into the depths of darkness, to the place where the mercy of Hashem cannot be seen. And from that place, he will ask for forgiveness. From not seeing Hashem, he will ask for forgiveness. And that request of ayem Mekom Kivodoa is the magnet to pull Hashem back into those dark places where the name of Hashem cannot be seen. And he would be happy to stay there in that place. And that is the aspect of erasing the name. He didn't say, okay, give me 10 minutes in the darkness. I'm going to jump and make two pulls back and forth and I'm back. No, he said, I'm going down. If you're going up, I'm going down. And he was willing to do that. He was willing to go into those depths means that he will stay there and will keep on asking and begging Hashem, where is he? Always. And by that, Hashem pleased to him. Hashem accepted his request and revealed to him the 13 attributes of kindness. Adonai, Adonai, El, Rachum, veChanun, Arach Hapain, V'Rav Chesed, V'Emet, nozer Chesed, La'alafim, Nosea Avon, Vapesha, V'Chataa, V'Naket. 13 midot of chesed, 13 midot of kindness that Hashem is merciful and patience and kind and, and loving and on and on and on and forgives and atoning and cleaning and cleansing. All those 13 aspects of kindness Hashem revealed to him because of what? Because that he was ready to scream to Hashem it barach forever from a place of darkness, where he will never feel no illumination and no light at all in his life. And that's why I explained to you in the beginning that we are on a mission while not even knowing that we are on one. Because we have been born into that place of darkness where light is not shining at all. To many of us, light was never shining in our lives. Many of us started their lives as poor, blind people with no mind at all, with no soul illumination, with no spiritual future, with no inner understanding, and with no brightness and success. And we just screamed, and we didn't know even who to call. We didn't have no understanding who we're talking to, and we just shot our arrows out of the air. the space, screaming and calling, please, talking to ourselves, talking to our friends, talking to our ignorant parents that never knew how to teach us and how to guide us in the path of truth, searching for scholars, for teachers, for wise people, for talented people, and could not find them. But in the end, after screaming from such a lonely and broken place, suddenly a beam of light shined into our lives and brightened our mind, and gave us a certain hint and a tiny understanding of what we should do and how. And Hashem himself was the one that sent us to that mission, and we're in that aspect of Moshe, willing to fight and to call Hashem even from the darkest places of them all. And that scream itself is the power and the motive for Hashem's mercy To be revealed again and to be seen so don't be scared from your darkness just remember that you need to call him with truth from an honest place and he shall answer us all and reveal his unconditional love to us all his great light that shines and illuminate from his bright and holy names and we just need to call him with truth as much as we can not to be scared of darkness and just to call and call and call. And may all our prayers and requests be answered in no time. Amen. Can you hear that song? Thank you. And if you have questions, you can join us on our Q&A on Sundays, because on Mondays, we're not answering questions. Thank you, be well. Emuna Project is a non-profit organization. To support this work, please make a purchase from our online store or donate through emuna.com. Thank you. My new book, Return to Your Root, is now on Amazon and emuna.com.